0: You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And to get this show every day I need you to subscribe to Locked on Mets wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, Himalaya. Also, don't forget when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Mets. Now, there was already an official episode out today, and then the news broke. So, I'm giving you a little bonus here as the Mets have announced that they hired Carlos Beltran to be their new manager. First thoughts are just wow. There was names dropping off the list from late last night. I talked on the show today about Tim Bogar being out. I said this news was probably coming soon. I didn't know who it was going to be. Then you started to see Derek Shelton's name drop off, Pat Murphy's name drop off. We seem to be down to two candidates, Eduardo Perez and Carlos Beltran. And ultimately, the mess decided to go with Carlos Beltran. And this sets up what I talked about when I first mentioned Beltran's name in this. An incredible narrative that can now play out that will take a Hall of Fame player who wore a Mets jersey and bring his career full circle. This was a player who had, whether you agree or not, one of the greatest runs of any player in Mets history. One of the most talented two-way superstars this franchise has ever had. And his entire reputation gets tied To one play, and it might forever get tied to that strikeout and the NLCS, because every time I brought his name up, I can't help but mention it, and I think a lot of us can't help but think about it. The bottom line is, now he has a redemption story, he is back with that same organization as their manager, and it kind of mends all fences, and maybe lets this franchise and this organization really fully embrace the greatness of Carlos Beltran, and the beautiful storyline, you know, storybook ending to this whole Mets and Beltron saga is going to be if he somehow takes this team over the next two or three years and guides them into the playoffs, through the playoffs, into the third championship and World Series title in franchise history. All of a sudden... You're talking about a figure that's going to be exalted amongst Mets fans. Someone who will have number 15 retired. He will now hopefully get to wear number 15 as a manager, and then the jersey can be retired for his playing career. That's a cool story. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. He goes in wearing a Mets cap. There is an incredible home run scenario with this hire that could just work beautifully for the Mets. And I think the fan base is really going to embrace this hire. I think the other name that people really would have gotten behind is Joe Girardi. Obviously, Girardi got hired by the Phillies. That didn't seem like a match, I guess, with the front office for whatever reason. And so this, to me, is the best hire when it comes to winning over public perception that everyone's going to love. And I've talked at length about the Wilpons and this organization loving to have the back page, to own the narrative, to win you know everyone's attention. And there is no one that does that better than hiring Carlos Beltran and bringing this guy back into the fold. So I think, publicly, this is a great hire. And I do believe that he has a lot of qualities that make him a perfect fit for this job as well. We talk about being able to handle the media. Big check mark there. I think Beltran has done it for a long time. He's going to be fine in that role. Handling the New York pressure. Been there, done that. So there's a check on that mark as well. Winning over a clubhouse. I've already seen uh, Marcus Stroman tweet out, let's go in all caps. I think the players are really going to respond to this. You have someone who had a Hall of Fame career, was one of the biggest superstars in New York City at one point. That's going to give him a level of gravitas when he tries to manage some of these guys who have big personalities and big egos, there's sometimes that thing in sports where a player might not respect a manager who hasn't been through the grind themselves. And that's obviously not a question when it comes to Carlos Beltran. And so I think the clubhouse is going to embrace it as well. The biggest concern when it comes to Carlos Beltran is his lack of experience. But I don't think that this... Front office cares about that too much because they interviewed a lot of first-time guys. I think they like the idea of someone who's going to take their suggestions as an analytical franchise, what they're trying to become, and run with them and kind of go with whatever the game plan is. And so maybe Girardi went against that a little bit, someone who's a little bit too much of his own man and a free thinker with a lot of experience behind him that might make him push back on the front office. So that might be a reason that Beltran gets this job. And so the in-game stuff is going to be up to him, but he's going to be executing the game plan from the front office. Now the last piece of information here that we're getting, and this is probably the most surprising, more surprising than Beltran being the guy, is the fact that Terry Collins might just be the bench coach to help Beltran get through some of that in-game stuff of course, the Mets' former manager. So I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. All right, you are back listening to Locked on Mets. And if you are reeling for the news that Carlos Beltran is going to be the Mets' manager and Terry Collins might be his bench coach, I am as well. So I'll try to unpack it a little bit here on today's Rapid Reaction podcast. And so Collins was the Mets' manager, of course, um, through the rebuilding and then eventually taking them to the World Series in 2015. 2017 was his last year of managing the club. I believe he still was involved with the organization in some capacity as an ambassador or something of those sorts. Uh, it didn't seem like he was too heavily involved, but regardless, he did not have a job elsewhere work on anyone else's staff. We thought that Collins would just be sitting back and enjoying the retired life. All of a sudden he might be back, and it is definitely a strange situation to have someone who was the manager for this team for such a long time who managed a lot of the players on this team when you're talking about all of the pitching staff, really, DeGrom, Syndergaard, Mats, Familia. Um, I'm racking my brain trying to think who else was managed by him. You had Ahmed Rosario and Dominic Smith come up under Terry. You had Brandon Nimmo and, of course, Michael Conforto. So a lot of these guys know Terry Collins very well, but they're used to him being the man in charge. So that's going to be kind of an interesting situation that will play out. Um, But I assume that with Beltran and his great relationship with Collins, it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Michael Mayer of Metsmarize tweeted out this quote today from Carlos Beltran where he said, quote, I've been fortunate to play with so many good managers, but the one that really sticks out to me is Terry Collins for the fact that when I was playing with the Mets, he was able to handle my situation. Now, when Beltran was up for the Yankees job, it appeared that he wanted Terry Collins to take over as his bench coach. So it makes a lot of sense that when he gets to this job with the Mets, he would once again say, I want TC to be my guy, and I think... While there might have been a little bit of pushback on that, overall, the organization still respects Terry. And if that's Beltron's wishes, then it makes sense to see to those wishes and have him join the staff. Because that is a great level of experience that he is bringing to the table here. And so hopefully, with that combination, the Mets will have everything checked off. The in-game experience, the, um, you know... Backing of the fans, the support of the clubhouse, and everything will marry together with this new front office, and hopefully it's the perfect fit. We never know. I mean, at one point, I'm sure a lot of us were sold on the idea of this pitching guru, Mickey Callaway, coming from the Indians to command this Mets pitching staff, and what was he going to bring to the table, and we saw that overall, that experiment did not quite work. Beltron, I think, is a more exciting hire, a more interesting hire. But maybe that's just me living in the moment. Overall, I think there's so many things to think about when it comes to these decisions. We have yet to get everything set in stone yet with the team officially coming out and announcing Beltron and Terry Collins as the manager and the bench coach, respectively. We do not know who's going to fill out the staff. Will Phil Regan be back as the pitching coach? Will Chili Davis be back as the hitting coach? Where is Luis Rojas now going to factor in as he did not get the managerial job? But he has been in the organization for a long time. Does he remain as the quality control guy? There's a lot of things to unpack on Monday's show. I just wanted to get something out there to you guys as this news has dropped. I didn't want to sit on it for three days and then talk about it on Monday. Of course, I'm sure I will be talking about it on Monday as more information kind of trickles out. But good day for Mets fans. Great day for Mets fans. We will find out in due time. But the fact of the matter is is that Carlos Beltran, number 15, will be back in the Mets dugout next year. And the fan of me can't help but be pretty excited about it. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Mets.